0: I just know some people are mic shy, and I'm camera shy. So I'm, and I definitely am not putting on the camera tonight. I just got home from work, and uh, I look awful. So hat, hair, and everything—it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just the three of us right now, and it's great. I've got for for uh, libations. I have a Topo
1: Chico. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I know it's boring, but uh, <laughs> it'll it'll fizz up my my voice and allow me to speak. It's, That's enough. That's all I need.
2: Yeah, I, I hear that, man. I picked up. um So, like, I don't really drink very much at all anymore. Um uh, I mean, I smoke enough weed to fucking knock out a rhino every day. I don't really need to. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> but they have this local. Uh, whiskey they make here in denver called stranahan's and i've had so many people tell me about it and just like you've got to try this out they do tours and shit right and um they had a pint on sale the other day and i opened it and smelled it and poured like just a taste of it and was automatically like oh fuck i'm saving this for sunday <laughs> <laughs> like, it is so damn delicious it was expensive it's like 50 bucks for the pint but um on sale too like uh. Wow!
0: But,
2: uh, no, oh, man, top it's
0: shelf stuff right there.
2: Well, you know, these days, since I don't kill it all in one sitting, it's kind of, it's all right to do that.
0: Hey, good know? for you, man. You know, that's a tough one to beat. <laughs> hey, Zach, how's it going, man? Um, I was just telling everybody, this is Sith Psychopath, the long bespoke Sith Psychopath. And, uh, <laughs> if you just want to put questions in the chat and we can discuss them, George will be here any minute. Or if you want to talk, you can do that too. It's all up to you.
3: Hi, Zach. Yeah. Hello. Can you all hear me? Yeah, like we it? can
0: hear you. All right,
3: cool. How y'all doing? I know it's kind of early in the uh, meeting, quote-unquote, no, here. No, but...
0: we, We've been here for about five minutes, and I was probably sitting in front of the Zoom call for eh, five or six minutes extra just because I was like, if I start this early, does that make me some kind of nerd? But I really
2: don't know. <laughs> Dude, we're, um, we're all fans of a history podcast, Aaron. I don't think that should be an issue, you know, it's not a
0: pejorative though. It's, <laughs> you know, I will say Sith, uh, honestly, like you seem like the last person who'd be so into a history podcast, but you've been with us <laughs> probably the longest. It's awesome.
2: You know, it's a, uh, you guys were, it was just absolute perfect timing. I had a, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan at the time and Dan Carlin had been on and I fell in fucking love. Like oh my god this guy does like six hour long history podcasts, and he's so like visceral in the way that he's explaining everything and i love it and blah 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 and then he doesn't put shit out for months and uh rogan got boring before he started having like proud boys and stuff on you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and i just kind of ducked out like it, wasn't trying to like protest anything or right? you know oh, what i'm sure. saying? like
0: no i think i left rogan behind like probably three or four years ago and not not for any reason it was just like oh okay so he's bought now
2: right right and it's just the the interviews got different man and it, yeah he got a little money he seemed like he was a little more sure of himself he felt like instead of it was some bumbling idiot sitting there getting high listening to you know people talk about their lives like he, right yeah it, it just changed it's not a big deal i mean fuck dude i'd change if people gave me hundreds of millions of dollars i'm not
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not not one of those people who's gonna be like ah screw joe rogan i i got tired of him and he got boring and he had all these people i don't like i'm just like whatever he's a comedian like he's gonna do his thing who cares you know yeah i mean anybody would kill to do what he does right just sit in a room and like hang out with weird people and talk right (laughs) I i would love that i mean that's what that's what i'm doing a little bit right now but it's you know, not worth a hundred million dollars.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. And just setting up compounds in multiple states and
0: yeah, <laughs> well, not yet, but yeah, you know, that's great. Right. Um, that, I don't know. I definitely, I'm pretty sure I haven't mentioned it on the show. I was literally looking into shipping containers and like how to how to like fit out a shipping container as like an office.
1: Oh yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, the family has some land, and I'm like maybe if we buried a shipping container i could like literally have a history bunker like an actual underground history lab how badass would that be
2: seriously dude that is quite literally one of my biggest fantasies is being able to bury a shipping container or two on some acres
0: you know this is such a niche (laughs) podcast but there's a reason we all get along so well we all think about shipping containers i can't speak for zach though of course
3: Well, I was going to say that seems awfully, um, awfully niche, or, or no, not niche, not the word, uh, awfully specific. Yes, a a shipping container, very specifically that in the ground, not on the ground, but underneath it.
1: Yeah,
3: it's I like, that's not something I have ever heard someone say <laughs> as a desire
0: of theirs. Really. Um, <laughs> well, the way I, I mean, think, the way I think, I'm like. I'll get, like, five, and then I'll, like, have a Hobbiton. You,
2: you know? know. <laughs> oh, my God, you could dig tunnels between them all and have little hidden, like...
0: See? See? Now like you're thinking, you think like, about. a history
1: podcast.
3: <laughs> well, then you'll have your little Minecraft bases underground so nobody can steal your
0: shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> It'll be safe down there. Um. Yeah, so... What do you guys think of abraham lincoln so far i i have mixed feelings honestly is that what do I, you think?
3: Man, yeah uh i don't know i mean it's been a while since i listened to the last episode um
0: yeah it did come out a while ago
3: yeah so i don't remember all the specific details but i was very much enjoying it i can tell you that
0: that's
3: cool. um I kind of like what you mentioned in the uh, little blurb for this meeting the audio blurb where you were like oh hey abraham lincoln was a creation of the republican party or you know however you said it i don't remember
0: oh yeah he literally yeah. was
3: <laughs> i thought that was really funny as an idea you used like flow the insurance yes lady as the metaphor and i was like that's very appropriate and hilarious to think about
0: i don't think i know i'm gonna mention it on on the on the next episode but and maybe it's a bit of a spoiler but as far as i can tell he didn't actually deliver a single campaign speech did Hmm. i mean i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure he built up to it to the campaign and then when the campaign started he didn't do any speeches he just got popular off of this you know, the, uh, the wide awakes and the other groups of Republicans that were going around, like talking about how he was Jesus. Right. Um, yeah. Um, Sith, what'd you, what do you think so far?
3: Okay.
2: So I am not a fan of Abraham Lincoln at all, but I do want to pre- preface that with like, I'm not a fan of him because I don't think he did enough. Um, you know, we we come from some pretty redneck places where people are like, I don't
3: like England,
2: I don't like Lincoln. He freed my slaves or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, no, not that case at all. I don't think he did enough. I think he was a mopey, ineffective bitch, and nice. um, uh he couldn't even get killed by the proper people. You know?
0: <laughs> Oof. Uh, <laughs> fuck. That's shady as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, I see. That's the thing though. Cause like where I come from, you know, he, he is, well, not so much anymore, but at least when I was growing up, he was the cultural icon in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like, you know, everything was like, Oh my gosh, he's on all the license plates. You know, it's called the land of Lincoln. And it's like, right. wait, and then I go South and I meet a bunch of people who've got all different opinions. And I'm like, hang on a second. I thought this guy was like, perfect. And they're like, no, he was a mopey bitch who couldn't even get killed <laughs> by the right people. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so he's been a very interesting one to look into, though. I think I've I think I'm done doing multi part episodes because even though there's so much to cover on him, um, it, cultural icons are weird, dude. Like yeah. it's to talk about a guy like Swedenborg or you know like a like a small time you know small potatoes kinds of guys, relatively speaking. That's pretty easy to fit into one episode or maybe even two. Right. But l- guys like Lincoln, like, the story is so far-reaching, it's hard to co- – I'm kind of crazy. It's hard to contain myself when I get into this research zone. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's it should be done in part three. I mean, it'd definitely be done in part three. I won't allow myself to go to part four, but <laughs> I'm probably about three-quarters of the way through writing it, and I just got to the Battle of Fort Sumter, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, maybe I can ask you guys since the two of you are here, and George will be here pretty soon. I think he's probably just like eating or something. Um, like, do you guys have any like favorite episodes? And we'll start with you, Sith. Like, was there an episode where you were like, oh, this is my fucking podcast? Like,
2: oh, man. Um, yes. Who was it? Hold on. Let me open up my Spotify because there was one a few months ago where I was like, oh, fuck, I love this. Hmm. Um, And not that, I mean, dude, I get excited every time you guys post something. I'm always, you know. We um, know. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You guys breaking down Ed and Lorraine Warren. um, Oh, really? A great one. I love that. I hate those fucking, oh. There's like, (laughs) I'm so kind of mixed on my emotions, on what I think and feel about Supernatural and stuff like that. But like, um, con people like that polluting up the water muddying the water you know is mm-hmm. uh, like enough to make you just or uh, uh, let's see
0: well that's good uh, that- of course
2: while we're going through the mk ultra episode i mean i'm always that's a you know uh, you like that one a lot oh dude always i any of the conspiracy stuff the cia stuff the um and i don't know if you've kept up on like any of the recent shit on them uh their stuff sorry i don't uh that we're uh or that's being released like on uh, just stuff the cia has been getting up to for generations now you know
0: no has there been some kind of recent release that i missed
2: oh yeah well i mean nah, there's been little shit released all throughout the past like two or three years and okay. um everybody focuses on stuff like oh the ufo files are you know blah, blah, blah. and that is interesting i'm, I'm not tra- you know that is super interesting um but i am way more interested in the cia Feeding entire towns acid and um oh, just uh, the all the control that they've had in South America and like all the the coups. We've uh, but, but, but I don't know the right way to say it, and I don't want to get your podcast shut down, but like
0: backed <laughs> uh, is backed the right. <laughs> you how know? about how about actively run? How about that? <laughs> I mean, oh, hello, right? bacon.
2: I mean. Uh... <laughs>
0: Uh, bacon you are quite loud okay (laughs) maybe we don't need to do a little mic test Um, no yeah like I've been I've I had a phase where I was digging directly through the FBI.gov files and stuff you know like putting all the red yarn on the wall and right at the at the end of the day it was like you know this is uh, this is like interesting and it's worth pursuing but I need to like find somebody real like not not this paper stuff that's all censored and stuff, and I landed on Donald Ewan Cameron, and I was like, okay, that's my guy. He's he's weird enough, and I was really nervous making that one because I don't want to be aligned with you know like the regular conspiracy world because I find it kind of kind of nut- I mean, I like I make yeah. fun of conspiracies on the show, um, and it's easy to take that stuff too far. And after at a certain point, you like. It, the reality is, like, I usually let a couple people listen to episodes before I put them out because I can no longer tell what's okay and what's not.
2: Um, uh, dude, I can understand that, man. It'd be hor- like the worst thing ever would be to put out a podcast and then like, oh, shit, I've got an extra three, four thousand listeners and they're all, you know crazy <laughs> <You're> right <laughs>
0: like yeah.
2: they've all got swastika tattoos and you know <laughs> you don't
0: know who you're gonna pick up on the internet and that's why i prefer like I, I really like how patreon has evolved and i'm really glad i can put more stuff on there with people i can at least trust a little bit though hilariously the moment i put up the harrison on video someone immediately unsubscribed it's just pretty funny to see like literally I put it up and they're like oh I just forgot I was paying you so let me just take that down right there and I'm like okay (laughs) it's all good you know but um yeah no it's cool that you like Donald you and Cameron that was definitely one of my favorites to do um and record but it was like you know also a situation where I was like is this gonna get me in trouble I don't know I I really don't know but I also don't have that big of an audience so you know.
2: Yeah, you've you've got all the influencers though. You see, your your audience might be small, but you're like the band that the um, musicians like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess we're, we're like a hipster band, I guess. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, don't did insult we...
0: me like that.
4: There he is. <laughs> ah, George! <laughs> Holy shit! Hello, sir. Greetings. <laughs> I honestly have no memory
0: of why my name is Bacon. I I couldn't. Yeah, it's probably nothing to do with me. <laughs> Um, do you have your automatic, uh, noise control on by any chance?
4: Hell if I know.
0: Okay, we can, cause we can all hear your room sound. Can you check? Uh, and welcome Jake. Can we, do you have anything? If, let me just say once again, if people don't want to talk, that's cool too. We can just put questions in the chat, etc. Um, you can just be a viewer if you like, no pressure at all. Just hanging out but we got sidetracked. Um,
4: yes I do have the uh, noise suppression thing on weird also what do you hear because I when I take my headset off I don't hear anything in my room
0: uh, Does anybody else hear? it? Is it just me?
3: Yeah it's like fan no fan yeah it's white like noise a, yeah air conditioner white noise
0: room hum that's probably
4: just... my computer's cooling. Maybe turn down George's the on your truck, bike, it down. he's
3: sitting in the middle of that
2: protest right now. He just doesn't want okay. us to know about it.
0: Uh,
4: Here,
2: did it go away?
0: That's a little better.
4: Yes. Oh, that is better. Okay, yeah, it was my computer's cooling fans.
0: Hey, Jake, do you <laughs> want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm just happy we have so many people here. This is great. I was telling uh, Sith before we got on here, uh, if I threw a party and no one showed up, that would be very sad indeed. I was pretty sure Neil was going to come in too, but he might show up later. Who knows?
2: Um. Ooh, that's right. I rolled joints for this, specifically. (laughs) I have some really killer uh, cannabis lined up for our session today. I've got a new... um, sativa strain that was oh it's green crack and something else but the name of the strain is called rise and shine and it's like a 30 percent sativa which is rare and holy shit is it good i got two ounces of it and i've really been trying to make it last
1: well
0: if you get sufficiently blazed maybe we'll ask you about conspiracy theories here in a few minutes <laughs>
2: mm. i've got a real fucking good one that i really do 100 for prescribe on this very, very current and uh and not a whole lot of people our hip on it, man. But uh, I do got earth. a good conspiracy we can bring. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, have I've... you ever talked to a flat Earth person?
0: I have. No, I've never talked to it like directly to a flat Earth person.
2: So, dude, it it always for me like every time I heard somebody go on about flat Earth, it was always like it would wind up being a Jewish conspiracy thing like they they thought you know the jews control blah, blah 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 right uh, it's always where it ended up going and i just thought that was weird uh, maybe something to do with the fact that i'm from fucking podunk missouri right um and well, then uh, i
0: mean a point of fact here is that the <laughs> the leading flat earth conspiracy theorist is jewish
2: well dude so <laughs> andrew Twice callahan is jewish. uh he did that same thing like the uh all gas no brakes guy um he went and interviewed some flat earthers and it was that same thing dude you and i think they were in california or something but yeah you just let them let them talk long enough and that conspiracy always leads one place man it's crazy
0: very interesting i mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's one that i try to avoid you know for obvious reasons but oh dude
2: it'd be so cool like could you imagine like having the firm belief that everyone else that eight million eight billion uh, of the people on the planet
4: were complete idiots and you knew better you know how good that I mean I I already (laughs) do have that feeling so
0: (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) if anyone does it's George (laughs) yeah it's uh, it's one of those those wizard ivory tower things over there it's just peering down at the masses below ugh the fill that would
2: just be such a great like i couldn't even imagine being able to stroke my ego to that point like
0: i don't know anyone who does personally but i do know some conspiracy theorists that are very sure they know exactly what's going on and right those are the ones i'm not really i don't really like them i like the people who ask questions right like i mm. might not be a flat earther but I, i'm more of a minecraft earther you know i think that <laughs> i think that people and mobs spawn around us as we go along it doesn't look like Neil will be joining us. He is now playing nice. Battlefront 2. Great. That's all good. Um ah, So George, how are you doing this evening? Oh,
4: I'm doing okay. Kinda tired. Demolished yeah. the kids in bowling. Good, good. Nice. What kids? Ah, <laughs> uh, students. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. I went
0: bowling against some of my students and I won two out of three games. Well, that's
1: keep cr- them humble.
0: Yeah, nice. yeah keep some humble. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm assuming you bowled all, all strikes all the time. It was like the big Lebowski out there, right?
4: Well, I mean,
2: George, drop, my drop
4: patterns, a, my patterns a little bit weird. Basically, I either get a gutter ball or a strike, and very little in between. So as long as I average out enough of them being strikes and not gutter balls, it works out in the end.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's one way to win.
4: It's because I don't know what I'm doing. The last time I bowled before tonight was about 10 years ago Mm
1: -hmm.
4: before tonight, and I remembered absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I just kind of threw the heavy thing at the standing things, and sometimes it worked out, and sometimes it didn't.
0: I mean, if it
3: works, it works, you know?
0: Whatever works, right? Um... Jake, do you do much bowling?
1: I used to a long time ago.
0: Were you any good?
1: <laughs> Average was around 180. Uh, uh, so it wasn't horrible.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you how much I know about bowling. I don't even know how to gauge that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But George is the resident professional, of course. He can tell us it, what, how a 180 is. Sounds good to me.
2: He's saying that after just bowling two three hundreds.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's probably gonna like, well, I've got three three hundred rings, so you know right. that's how it is. They <laughs> were just
2: taking his picture. That's why he was late getting on, as they were everybody was snapping his picture to put him up on the plaque on the on the wall and shit for bowling two.
0: Go on my TikTok, perfectly. George. You're the best bowler ever. Well, you know,
4: like you said, staying humble is important.
0: Very important. Very very important.
4: TikTok is insulting, dude. by the way.
0: Let's talk about that.
2: (laughs) I'm so glad I've literally
0: never been on TikTok. Don't ever
2: go. Right. Uh, I am 41 motherfucking years old, okay? Um, I can't watch a lot of porn these days because the women in the porn are are too young. I have no fucking clue why every night after like 8 o'clock, TikTok thinks I want to see girls dancing.
0: Well, that's all of TikTok though, except. No,
2: dude, there's so much. Like, I like to scroll through. I haven't ever played that stupid. Um, what is it? Forty K, forty. Oh, there's a dumb, like role-playing game or something. Warhammer. Got... Uh, that may be it. Forty um, K. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like it's got like all this stupid legend behind it, and I, I love lore. I I love dumb shit. Oh yeah, head. no,
4: you could spend literal years reading Warhammer lore.
2: Right. So I will scroll through when I'm tired, going through, you know, trying to go to sleep, looking at my phone. Uh, I will scroll through Warhammer stuff. But while I'm trying to do that, TikTok is like, oh, no, you have a penis. So you want to see these teenage girls who are look younger than my daughters who are 16 and 13, you know, like um, doing stupid dances. And they do that one where it's like, oh, Something blah blah blah, and then they drop to the ground and they're like half naked, you know, like it's the camera flash trick or whatever. And man, I'm just I don't fucking quit it anyway. Sorry, that is a personal great but TikTok I, is so aggravating.
0: I have a story about TikTok this week. Um, uh, I was with a co did you
4: just get a thousand followers? No,
0: I don't have a TikTok. I was with a co worker who's like nearly 60. Uh-huh. I, sh- I was with a coworker who's, like, nearly 60, and he just had it attached to his Bluetooth speaker, and he just lets it run. And My it'll play the same video on loop. And so we'll be working, and he'll just put it on, and it's like, uh, There was, like, one that was, like, this robot voice that was like, what happens if you suck up jello through a straw? And then she does it. And it that's the video. And yeah. it's, like, got all these likes. I'm like... This is literal brain poison, <laughs> like, and people watch this all day. It's awful. But I don't know what the demographic is the... for it, but clearly it has sixty-year-olds in there.
1: Yeah, and that have is. Have you seen, seen the Rome place. wasn't real TikToker?
0: Yes. Rome wasn't
1: real.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, geez, yes I, I have. It.
1: That shit is crazy. I love that. It Wait, kind Jake, of stuff Jake, tell me what what is the. <laughs> so you have this uh, person <laughs> who's out there you know saying that Rome wasn't real. It was invented in the I know you guys hate the term the middle ages uh-huh. uh, by the church and others that Rome was really like, you know, I'm going to use it she says, it was Disneyland. It was just circuses. It was like for entertainment. Rome couldn't have conquered everyone. It's made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
0: Oh, I'm looking at this and now. That... She looks like a trustworthy source, <laughs> like a like a literal Miss Frizzle with a few years added on.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I almost but... look at her like I look at the flat earthers. Like you can't actually believe this. You know, it's like you're just trying to get money out of people who are stunted. We'll say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake, that's a. It's interesting because, like, I've, I've been wanting for a while to do, like, a, a discussion or just, like, a monologue or something about what the Internet has done to people's brains <laughs> because it appears to have caused all kinds of different mental illnesses. Um, you know, it started out with, like, anxiety and depression from seeing seeing all everybody's timeline all the time, constant self-comparison. But then people got, like, frustrated with that and started to turn to darker regions of the Internet.
2: I don't know, Aaron. You think that's caused or exposed?
0: what do you mean you know
2: like wasn't it always there and the internet's just kind of bringing it out because the longer we sit on it the more comfortable we are just pouring our heart out to a complete fucking stranger on discord or whatever
0: Yeah, like could be something there definitely could be something there but i don't know why people get into the rome wasn't real kind of stuff i mean like i find tartaria funny and i talk about it and i did you know the recent escape from tartaria Episode, which was really fun. I find all that stuff interesting, but I'm—I don't get like, I need to make a TikTok right now and tell everyone that I know shit that I don't know because I read yeah. it somewhere, right? I, even my show, like I like—we like to take things. I won't speak for George. I like to take things down a weird route and get down rabbit holes and things like that, and you know, discuss eh, potential things like you know, perhaps that Lincoln was just an invention of the Republican Party. In some ways, he was it's true in some ways he was an invented character that's what all public figures are right oh so, my
2: god in your third episode will you please posit that maybe he was an android sent back from the future
0: <laughs> i already did that in episode one it was in the it was oh, fuck, in the mix at too. the end <laughs>
2: yeah no all right yeah, yeah yeah all right never mind
0: and we made him a flat earther too so
2: <laughs> this is a uh, joint too. so we're getting there
0: oh wow holy shit <laughs> jeez that didn't
2: take long uh, oh, dude! You guys, please, man. I. Anyway,
0: we're not gonna make fun of you. Oh I mean, uh, I mean, no, Aaron, dude! I take like,
2: like a rhinoceros amount of cannabis every day. It's it's insane. Like I'm I'm on a half a gram of uh, fully extracted cannabis oil uh, twice a day in pills. Like it's like a cancer kid dose.
0: Holy shit, Jake! What
2: were you uh, saying? It's great. Sorry, Jake.
1: No, 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 no. That's fine, Aaron. I was gonna say though, but uh, on what you were saying, it's like I mean, he is an invented character at this point. It yes. Not to get too deep on, but like all historical figures, you know, are invented characters because we can only say like what they might or probably had been. Right. Right. That's what, Not to get too meta. (laughs) No, no, no. I get you, man. Because like
0: I did a, George and I, one of our first episodes we did together before James left was on uh, mythical characters. I don't know if you even got back that far, but like we talked about the importance of myth and what it does and. You know, this of course culminated with the, uh, with the hilarious uh, William Tell episode, um, where my brain kept breaking because I was like, but was it was he real? Was he real? Like, but was he re-? like? My brain kept going, like, just keep asking that question, and you'll eventually get the answer. And eventually, at a certain point, it was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, what matters is the story. Right. Um, but, Dude, George, you know, George is more of an academic. I'm like a media guy. I see things in terms of, you know, movie characters and illusion and invention and stuff. And you know, movie magic, that sort of thing. Um, and I think that's why George and I make a good contrast is because he d- has done a lot more reading than I have. And he knows the ancient <laughs> Yeah, you, you can
1: tell a little bit.
0: Yeah, just a tiny bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, something that's been happening this year uh, while we're on the topic of history and myths and uh, making myths out of historical uh, folks um the i have seen just since february started so much stuff on martin luther king this year and who he actually was aside from you know the bits and pieces of speeches that people like to snag and, and play out and say oh this is what martin luther king stood for and and this and this there's been a lot more um uh, this year, there it seems anyway, uh, a lot more easily digestible things where people are like, you know, he was like an all out socialist and believed in so much more than than people remember him for and was hated by the general public and called a communist and stuff, you know, like and now he's revered as this legendary character. But, you know, there was a reason the FBI got away with sending him fucking letters letters like you were going to tell your wife you're sleeping with your horse if you don't kill yourself. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I know about about that stuff. Um, hey, George, your mic is a little loud. You want to just mute unless you're going to say something? Um, thanks. I was going to say, um, that is such a good picture of, like, one character where you're like, oh, I can't even say anything about that. I can't come out here and say, hey, ease up. You don't know that he was, like, into all that stuff. And they're like, but I want him to be all of that. And you're like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, calm down a little bit. Um, particular And Abraham Lincoln's been a tough one because, like, I know there's going to be some, like, gung-ho Abraham Lincoln fan who will one day stumble across the show and just completely misunderstand what I'm trying to do with it. Um, but they'll they'll have read everything about Lincoln. They've read the, you know, the biographies, and they've been to the museums, and they saw the movie. You know, they made a movie about him. And, you know, they have, like, these emotional ties to a guy who just didn't exist as portrayed in film. Right. And it disturbs me sometimes because I'm like, all right, like, I mean, the joke on our show is that the last episode will be Hitler and Jesus because those are the two most screwed-with historical figures <laughs> ever. Right. Um, and I mean that in the sense of, like, people take these characters and they they invent, like, whole religions out of them. I mean... I don't know if you've ever done any any reading about the esoteric uh, aftermath of the existence of Hitler, yeah. but there was, like, this huge, huge underground following of the guy, and not in the way you think. Like, people were writing books about how he was he was the second coming of Jesus, and um, all this interest, and they're like, oh, well, look, he's related to Hindu mythology in this way, and it, like, gets really, really deep, and somehow the South, a lot of people in South America got interested in him. It's like... Yeah, I just like, don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because, like, man, you're just going to piss people off. It's it's a tough one, but and boy, there, that's why again, we'll never do the, the last wrong... episode.
2: <laughs> right. You don't you don't want to attract the wrong people who think they're on or you're on, quote-unquote, their side, and then they think you've betrayed them when they find I've out. I've seen that happen aren't... way too many times. Dude, <laughs> that's way way too many horrifying. Times. like, for real, I would be, that would be the thing I would be the most scared of were yeah, I but... to do a history
0: podcast is, like, it is scary. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a scary... It can be scary at times. Like, every time I put out an episode, it usually sits on SoundCloud for, like, two days before I release it because I'm having people check it over, make sure I'm not saying anything. And I'm getting to the point where I care a lot less. Like, I'm not worried yeah. about doing my reputation any actual damage. But you just piss off the right person, and they will email your boss and get you fired. Right! And so it's like, you know... I, and I'm not even like... That goes both ways. Like, there are Karens on every side of this thing who yeah. will just... Come for your ass if they get mad at you. Like, I guess I was lucky that the lady only left the bad review for the hillbilly word. um You know, you got a bad review for saying hillbilly? Yeah, somebody left me a review. It's like my my parent my grandparents were in Virginia and they were coal miners. I'm like, well, bitch, so were mine. Like literally right. there, and but- I used the word hillbilly. I was making a point about it, and if you'd just listen. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, it's just an acknowledgement
2: of a culture. Like, holy dude, I'm from the Ozarks. Hillbilly out there is seen as a term of endearment. You know, like, uh, I can't. uh, uh, I'm sorry. We got got a one
0: star review for that. It bugs me sometimes because I'm just like, man, if only she'd have finished the freaking episode, she (laughs) would know. She would know.
2: So hey, while we're talking about current topics and stuff, as an artist who has their podcast on Spotify, what are your thoughts on the um, everybody talking shit about Spotify and and wanting to cancel
0: that out and everything? Um, I, you know, personally, I, I haven't been following it. To be- <laughs> Don't yes. care. Yeah, I'm like I'm like that. I'm like a little indifferent, but. I don't know. I'm I'm bored with cancel culture, I, you know. I'm bored right. with out, outrage. It's well, just what lame. interests
2: me on on that one is, and you're absolutely right. I mean, fuck the whole cancer, the the entire just concept. Because number one, it really doesn't exist. I, I mean, nobody's been canceled. The Louis C.K. guy is still selling out auditoriums. But anyway. Um, it, it only works for people who are poor, who, like you said, like one person can get pissed off. Like uh, if I decided to dedicate the next 72 hours to ruining Aaron C's life and found out where you worked and lived and sent shit to your bosses and stuff, people are just going to can you because it's easier than dealing with bullshit. Um, yeah, And it sucks because you don't have a fucking rabid fan base of people, but I mean, you got me. yeah yeah, of course of course (laughs) but uh (laughs) you don't have a rapid fan base of people to get behind you and and be like underground and stuff so it fucks you but the people it is supposedly supposed to be working for it's it's not it's such a
0: well I, i will i will say like i'm i'm gonna slightly push back on that because there's more to it so from a pr perspective a disaster can be really good for a person. And the people who get so-called canceled, you're right, they're not actually getting canceled. They're gathering energy from the public. They're getting rabid followers, not rabid. They're getting people who have skin in the game, who are willing to fight for them. And once they fight for them, they're sold for life. I mean, that's advertising. Like, if you can get a person to advocate for your product, you don't ever have to sell them another product, right? Like, okay. You don't yeah, have to I do any more that. advertising. So, from a PR perspective, and this is just Mr. Media over here, um, guys like uh, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Dave Rubin, they ride all of this PR energy of like, ah, hey, we're getting canceled, and it's like, yeah, maybe they got banned or something from a platform, but that that solidified their fan base. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. Absolutely. I'm not correcting. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm just saying like. That's part of the scam, <laughs> right? Like, uh, yeah,
2: but God, I'm so sick of being sold shit every hour of the fucking day.
0: Doesn't it hurt? That's why we try <laughs> you know? to. That's why we try to not do anything on the show. It's because it's like this is a safe space. We're never gonna jam anything down your throat. And never once am I gonna, am I gonna come on my show and go, "Hey guys, you should try you know, home kitchen. Get your groceries shipped to you with all your recipes. Just put in."
2: Ah, uh, but really dude if you had the ability if it made it where like let's say if we had to tolerate you doing those ads but you doing those ads made it where you no longer had to work your day job you could do just the podcast and dedicate your time to that and be putting out more in different contents and shit Um, as one of your biggest fans 100 percent, i would i would make that trade you know well, you what i'm wanna, saying i, I mean, mean
0: you want to would... you, you hear something funny uh. i'm already doing it just not on the show <laughs> my new side hustle is voiceover oh dude, I, dude I, that's I, fucking tight I that's I been like sh- my
2: dream job that's all i'm so sorry i'm talking over you man. That's well you, you could do applause. it you know
0: but i was gonna say like yeah now i just shill for other companies and just keep my podcast pure and hopefully i you know i can be a big enough shill that i can do the podcast and that and that's it that's oh, the goal. Man,
2: I cannot wait to hear your voice in the wild. Uh, I'm I mean, jump up and down, and clap like <laughs> some <laughs> kid just saw a fucking BTS or somebody walk by.
0: It might it might happen sooner than you think, but I'm not going to count my my chickens before they hatch. It's just it's a new thing. Um, so far, so good, you know. But uh, I'll be a shill for anybody else, but not for we talk about dead people. That is mine, and uh, <laughs> nobody's going to tell me what to say on that show.
2: It's I can special, I can feel special. That. But... Uh, George, how did you get college kids to go out bowling on the night of the Super Bowl? I He's super almost hot. forgot that was going on.
4: I mean, in fairness, the Super Bowl was on at the bowling alley. Okay. okay. I thought you were the Super Bowl. <laughs> I honestly forgot the Super Bowl was yeah, uh, happening until, like, earlier today.
0: I had to stop for gas on my way home, and there was, like, the most movie gas station attendant ever, like old guy thick southern accent even though we're in the north and he's like yeah the police are out tonight you might want to watch yourself i'm like thanks sir and he's like right. "Who's gonna he's, he's like who's gonna win the super bowl i'm like brother i honestly don't know who's playing <laughs> and he goes oh let me tell you and he tells me and uh yeah no i was like i i don't i've never cared at all about any of this but yeah. that's, that's not the a condemnation of my people who do
2: yeah, the same people that win every year, Aaron, the advertisers and owners.
0: Wow. It's almost like it's almost like no matter who we vote for in the elections, the government always seems to <laughs> oh, win.
2: My God, dude. I don't want to get into politics. No, we're not talking politics. This, that is one thing we're not no, talking about. I'm just like seriously, I've got such a fucking why do we even give a shit or try thing in my head right now for that whole situation just like why did it even matter why why was there a national oh everybody gives a shit and and we're gonna be angry on one end and not angry on and happy on the other and fucking Uh, nothing got accomplished nothing that anybody promised was delivered nothing but what happened is our corporate masters got their way and now it's very clear to everyone in the american public that our health is worse less than the profit potential of our time?
0: Yeah, no, that's one topic that could definitely get us banned. Um, but Sorry, I was, no, <laughs> it's all, no, it's all good. I was going to say, uh, no, I had this. I had this very clear, clear moment one one sunny day a couple of years ago. I woke up after a long nap, and I had some very interesting dreams. And I looked out the window, and I thought to myself very clearly. A few words just came into my head politics are cringe and then that was it i never looked back i was like i don't care about any of that i'm going to go be a pirate <laughs> i'm going to do my own thing you know um, and there was another phrase that that popped into my head not long after that which was freedom is a choice mm. you know mm-hmm. and it was like oh yeah so you just you just choose to be free to do what you're going to do and like have no fear in the face of it and you know i will say the podcast has been a really big B- big help with that because putting your voice out there for people to hear if people to give you one star for you know saying the word hillbilly even though they're trying to make a point you know having people pop on pop off the patreon not really knowing exactly who's listening anymore but you know all that stuff it's it's good for for building confidence and i think that's the part of the the show that you know continues to work for me as like it continues to be our thing um me and george we just sit down and do a podcast every now and then at Oh, George, how do you feel about it? Am I being too mopey or sa- sappy? What's the word? I don't no, know. no,
4: no. This uh, the the monologue is an excellent backdrop for Escape from Tarkov. Oh, you're playing Escape from Tarkov? Of course, I'm playing Escape from Tarkov. Okay, you're <laughs> Aaron, what what George calls masturbating. Oh, come on.
2: He's just over there listening to your sexy voice. What? It's not like all of us don't do it. Hold on.
0: Easy. Easy there. Is that not the main draw for the...
2: No, it's the internet we're supposed to talk about.
0: No. no, no. Yeah, we have to talk about filthy shit to get popular on TikTok. That's the only way. It's the only way. (laughs) Now turn
2: on your webcam
0: and dance. Dance We talk
2: about dead people TikTok, dude. You could... Oh, the shittiest historical facts you could fit about people in, like, however many
0: seconds it, it gives you would be... I'd love to watch you attempt it. <laughs> Zach, I want to pull you back in here. I feel like you've got more to say.
3: <laughs> well, we kind of... I don't even remember where we were. Well, uh, I... Gosh. The last time I thought I was going to say something was like... <laughs>
1: Are <laughs> it you was playing at the Escape beginning. from Tarkov? No, <laughs> I'm
3: not playing Escape from Tarkov. Um, no, my... I was going to make a comment back when we were asking, like, what was your... uh favorite episode or a interesting episode that you fondly remember um and i was gonna say i had like three for various reasons um i don't know if this is like taking it way off topic by going no, back please, to that please. Now. okay um so i'm partial to the I believe it was the c.s lewis episode if only because i did voice work for that episode
0: Oh, yeah, um, that's right. I remember so that. That
3: was, that was fun. Um, and then I particularly enjoyed the, uh, what was it, Empress Theodora episode? Hmm. I go back and listen to that one every once in a while because I'm just like, damn, they're a hell of a power couple. <laughs> yeah. It was very. It's very fun to go back and listen to that whole thing. And then I remember when you were doing the, was it, I think it was... I don't. I don't. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think it was like a a period of Irish history you were doing. It was like a series of a few. Episodes. Pretty
4: much all of Irish history.
3: Yeah, pretty much all of it. <laughs> I several Connolly yeah. ones.
2: Those are some of my favorites what, too, Zach. I love ones? those. The Connolly.
0: Oh really?
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember when you were doing those. I texted you, um, and I was like, "Fuck the English." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." I can't it's like my irish blood is boiling at all this bullshit that the english like to do so i was i very much enjoyed those episodes those are the ones i
0: have very fond memories of (laughs) george that's a feather in your cap
4: yeah i mean those were those ones are fun to do too because it's uh It's nice to get to actually, for me at least, really spend time on something because, you know, an hour and a half when really in the grand scheme of things isn't that long. So, you know, in a lot of the episodes, you have to be very selective about what you're going to cover and talk about. But uh, with a big topic and a lot of time, you can really actually sort of paint a really cohesive picture, which is what I
3: like to do oh yeah well it was nice to see all that in in good detail and then shortly after that I think I picked up a a uh, history book lo and behold for just Irish history I never got around to finishing it but very shortly afterwards I was like you know what that was really enjoyable I want to go find out some more stuff about how my ancestors were fucked over by the English just like everyone else's
0: ancestors um (laughs) Well, went and
3: got a book as, a, as an <laughs> awesome.
0: Angloid myself. Uh, I have to say it was pretty tough to read what, what the English did to, <laughs> to the Irish. Uh, but at the same time, like not, but at the same time and at the same time, how they did it to everyone else. I think the main thing I got out of listening to George go on and on about both South Africa and Ireland was like the British Empire and the East India Company and all of those corporations were just fucking brutal. Um, and it was like a, it was like a weird machine that just chewed people up and spat them out, especially from, uh, lower classes and the poor. Um, that's why I kind of like to emphasize, like on the Hugh Glass episode, like the piracy thing, you know, there were a lot of English people and well, well, tons of people from all over the world who just got sucked into this system, um, where basically a corporate job was working on a ship and hoping not to get captured, you know, by the enemy and turned into a prisoner, you know. It's like, there's this really, like, Alexander Selkirk, I love that story because, you know, there was a guy who was in that system, got out by sheer, you know, bad luck and thought it was, like, the end of the world and he ended up finding meaning on this island all alone, you know. Like, that was another really positive one for me. Just a dude gets marooned, Makes friends with a bunch of goats. And then, like, when they find him, he's like the healthiest specimen of humanity they've ever seen. I just love that stuff. But, that
2: was an amazing story to be told. I absolutely
0: love that one. Yeah. Selkirk was one of our least listened to ones. And I don't really blame people because it's not flashy, but, you know, it's a great, it's a damn good story. And around that same time, uh, George, you did one about. Count of Monte Cristo.
4: Oh, yeah. The story behind it. Um, what was his name? Pierre Pico. Oh, gosh. Pico. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: that was tight because that was like a, a really good look into like what evil, you know, can do to a person if they sort of like accept it and adopt it, you know. Um, there's a whole lot of like really interesting character stories we've been able to cover that most people just won't ever hear about. Um, And with the, with the dumbing down of society happening at the speed it's happening with TikTok and this shit, it's just sad to think that unless we record it, unless we put it into something that's at least halfway entertaining, it might just be forgotten forever. And that's sad.
2: Dude, you talk about that like it's new, but...
0: No, I don't, I don't think it's new.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, That dumb and down thing, man, it's been going on for a long time. The textbooks. Oh my God, that's something. So I was born in 1981, right? Um, My daughter, my oldest was born in 2005. Um, She was still in the same little town in Missouri that I was from her mom. And I were like, I moved away and everything, but her, her mother and I were from the same place we met later on in life and I got her pregnant. Right. And, uh, so she's being raised in this little town in in Missouri, and she gets a textbook with my name in it. Hmm. And uh, it was a very, you know, I mean, dude. It's been like thirty years since I was in that school. Like, why? What? Uh, anyway, uh, different topic. Uh, something I wanted to ask you and George about while I've got you guys. Um. If I had to guess, I would think that your favorite episodes are the American West ones, <laughs> yeah. uh, the coal miners, uh, Wyatt Earp, um, the you know what I said, like um, uh, talking about uh, b- b- several different, uh, maybe not necessarily just the American West, like the Wild West. Though those ones, I mean, you guys listening to those, like when you go back and re-listen, you guys both sound a little younger and more excited about it like like young boys like excited to talk about you know the wild west and it's awesome it brings an energy to the episodes i think or i may just be reading too much into that you know no
0: no uh, i think you're, you're totally right because the american west is a it's a fascinating uh, like i don't know it's a collage of stories that should never have happened but they just kind of they just kind of did um and of course it's another one of those it's another one of those windows of history that hollywood got its filthy little hands on and tried to you know turn it into something it wasn't it like wasn't fun it wasn't pretty but it was awesome it was like there was all this cool crazy shit happening people were doing impossible feats you know there's these there's amazing stories about interactions between all these different cultures and how they had to learn from each other or they would just fight i mean it's a tough one. It's I mean, it's not it's not a tough one, but definitely for sure, I have a lot of energy about the about American history now. I didn't used to, um, but especially in the context of, you know, and now we'll get a little bit meta. The emerging technocracy and what appears to be some attempt at global corporate fascism. Um, to think that the similar thing happened before the American Revolution, and then the American Revolution was that breaking point where there was this, a group of people who said enough is enough. We don't want your bullshit taxes or your tea. We're throwing it in the fucking harbor and you're gone. Uh, and we'll, we'll fight for it. And, you know, looking that in the context of, you know, all these waves of like totalitarianism throughout the 20th century, like the fact that revolutions even happen seems impossible sometimes. That's why Ceausescu is one of my favorite series, because like from the beginning of December until Christmas, there was a revolution and then he was just, they just shot him and they were in his office and they were looking at all this stuff that they didn't think they were allowed to see. And suddenly there was this crack in this firmament where they broke through and broke free. And it was like, I mean, it's, it, I get very amped. I don't know if you can tell I'm getting very amped talking about it, but oh, I love it. Yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts? I mean, I feel like I'm just, I'm just talking to a couple people here, but.
4: Here's my. Is my mic sound better now? I uh, turned off the heat in my apartment and rearranged my
0: desk. Yeah, that is a little better. We can still hear a fan though. That's weird. Literally, man.
4: right as I unmuted, my refrigerator compressor fan went on. Classic. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, uh, I, I wouldn't sweat it. I'll just put a filter on you after we're done here. Um, it
2: is not that bad.
0: Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Anyway. Um, if we're still talking about favorite episodes, I would say probably Charlemagne for me. I really enjoyed doing Charlemagne.
0: Yeah, you did a killer job on that one.
4: Yeah, and we got to utilize the Christopher Lee album, yes, which was a that was that was a big selling point for me.
0: Did you ever were you ever able to dig up that autograph?
4: Yeah, yeah, I have the I have the autograph.
0: That's awesome.
4: <laughs> that is really awesome. Yep. Now it's a, uh, it's up on my uh, my bulletin board actually over my desk.
0: You have to send me a picture of that, and I'll put it on the Patreon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so go if I can go back for a second to what you were saying about things being lost and not recorded and whatnot. Um, really scary piece of information is that modern paper has a life expectancy of. 50 years if you're very, very lucky. Hmm. So, you know, you may think, oh, well, you know, if an EMP hits and wipes out lots of the electronically stored knowledge, which of course hard drives also have a life expectancy before they become basically inert. Well, everything, you know, everything important is printed, right? But it's printed on absolute crap. It's a very high acidic content in modern paper and it'll last 30 to 50 years. And, and then we'll be gone. It will eat itself with the acid.
0: Wow! And of course, you so have you have a background in this.
4: Yeah, no, it's like old paper. Like I've I have uh, used lots of things printed in the 15th and 16th century in scholarship, and that paper will last a good. It's taken care of a good eight nine hundred years. Obviously, um, I've used a lot of stuff on vellum going back to the eight and nine hundreds and. Vellum will last basically indefinitely if it's taken care of, but pretty much everything printed in the last 30 years is on incredibly crappy paper that is going to eat itself within several decades.
0: So what you're telling me is that the Library of Alexandria was probably just a giant old computer that couldn't store anything. (laughs) I mean, I, I jest, but that would be a similar event, wouldn't it, to what you're describing potentially here?
2: That's what I'm hearing is all it would take
1: is one EMP to forget about the baby boomers forever. (laughs) I I mean, the thing is, I mean, honestly, when you talk about computers, your old mechanical hard drives, you unplug them, leave them sit around. They've got about five to 10 years. Your SSDs have less really, because they can't. Yeah. uh, Just the way you have data rot, SSDs, if they don't have power going into them, their transistors will lose charge, and because the transistors are so small, that's how we get more memory in them. They'll lose charge even faster, and they will lose those bits faster than a magnetic platter. But the platters still lose them in a few years. They can start to rot. CDs, they physically start to separate and come apart over time. Wow. You know. So yeah, paper, paper might give us 50 years. The electronic media is not even that long. Most of it
0: really wow that's interesting we're really putting all of our eggs into one basket aren't we with this internet thing you sound like you know some stuff about this
1: i kind of do different things okay (laughs) and i I learn i learn a lot
0: (laughs) that's cool man like that's part of my problem anyway is like half the time i'm researching the show i get pulled off into some other topic and i'm like oh this is so interesting and it's like before i know it i'm like studying the airs Goatia and i'm like what the fuck is this
1: (laughs) yeah i mean earlier you guys were talking about the conspiracy theorists i know a couple guys who are preppers uh they're not let me go bury milvans in my 40 acres that i have but they're pretty deep into it anyways and i was like you live in a somewhat urban area you're gonna die you're not gonna make it none of us Mm. are I said, because by the time you decide it's time to leave, everyone else is going to decide it's time to leave. You've got enough gas to go 200 miles. You live on the East Coast. Where do you think you're going to go? It's like, pull out your map, plot out 200 miles. Okay, there's probably a million people within that area. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, speaking of conspiracy theorists, there's a guy I found a while back called the Urban Farmer. And he, he went through a strategy... Like that, he went out. He was gonna go full prepper, and I, I don't know. I find him kind of funny, but he was talking about how like he was looking for anything that was like two hundred miles away from the nearest highway, and I was like, ah, I can't. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna just be so dead <laughs> if things go down because I am nowhere or near that kind of wilderness. You'll
2: have a trailer buried.
3: Underground
0: here, I mean, <laughs> <yes>. history lab, <laughs> just be End, lying end
3: of days bunker.
0: Yeah, sitting down there, like grasping scrolls and books, and like they won't take me alive. Yeah, try and get me, Robot <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I, maybe I'll end the maybe I'll end the third episode with a sketch of Robot Abraham Lincoln busting in and killing us both. It's been a while <laughs> since we died on the show.
4: I don't hey, think you, I've ever. Can't... I don't think I've ever died.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've ever killed you.
1: That was more like a James thing. Oh, yeah, you guys used to shoot him a lot. <laughs> right, yeah. And and I'll, I'll be honest, I mean, I miss kind of the whimsical nature of it from the early episodes. You know, this, this it's a different kind of series now, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you don't hear Lord History showing up or anything like that anymore. So, but I it, agree it, to an extent. I... Oh man,
2: like sorry, Zach, I'm cutting you off, man. Never mind. I'm talking entirely too much. Uh, I, I'm I'm just excited to be here. Um but yeah, I agree, like losing oh, man, it's so some of the fun went out, and I was a little bit like oh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to say standoffish, but a little like uh who was this new guy when George came on? But man, it grew up, and it grew up at a time that I also was doing a lot of personal growing up and it just was so damn perfect man i don't i don't know Uh, anyway like i said i'm talking too much you guys
0: no i i agree with jake um there is there's like two versions of the show and definitely you know when james went his own way like the the wackiness was gone like there's there's no there's no pretending that the wackiness wasn't gone um because he's just a wacky dude you know um But he had to go do his own thing, personal growth of some sort. And uh, I was just really glad I didn't have to do it on my own because, like, doing the show on my own, I could do it. You know, I did it once with uh, William Tell. But having having a tête-à-tête when you're on the air, there's nothing like it, you know. And it is a different kind of humor. But I also agree that I actually like the newer episodes. I feel more proud of the newer episodes. Let's put it that way.
2: I could understand that 100%. Yeah, of J- 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 yeah.
1: course.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you what do you what do you think about that jig.
1: No, I was going to say it's like I miss some of the whimsicalness of it, but no, it is a more uh, to to be, you know, blunt about it, it's a a little bit more of a mature uh, product now. Mm-hmm. And it is a product uh, in a sense of the word, but it's also there's more insightfulness to it. And as the joke was made even on the show about reading from Wikipedia, there are a couple where it's like, I've read that before. Like, yep. I've read those exact words before. Yep. <laughs> so, like, and that's why I say it's different. I like both. Well, we've gotten no, better.
0: Just... I, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. There's a slight delay here, but um, I will say, like, I, you know, I didn't start this out as a researcher. I started it out as a joke, right? I started out this show for fun, right? And it, it, we picked up a very, like, we picked up Sith early on when James was still around and, you know, the audience that we had back then was very different from the audience we have now. The people who have stuck with us have been watching this as, you know, almost a journey of the show itself. Like, it's definitely grown into itself into something brand new, that something that I'm really proud of and you know like the output isn't the same but we're not rushing it and you know there were there were days where it was like oh we got to do an episode tomorrow and we haven't written half of what we need to write and it was like i just copy paste it i guess and i definitely never did that but uh i don't want to accuse anyone else of ever doing that but you know it's just uh it's just one of those things where like now i like to take my time and i like to get really good stuff and i like to dig and uh it does take more time, but I am much happier with the final product on those. George
4: uh, I was just gonna say I also I stopped listening to the show when James left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true huh? I don't do you even listen to the episodes after they're done? Uh,
4: sometimes, yeah. Sometimes.
1: Well, once uh, you've
0: been through the material five or six times with that's writing, true. researching, recording, <laughs> editing, you're like, I don't want to listen to this thing anymore. That's why I got some good friends to proof-listen my episodes, because like, I edit them, and I, at that point I've heard everything, and it all just sounds like words. So you know. I
2: hear that. That is a very... I, I used to... I, I well, not used to, I still play drums, but I used to play play drums. And that was always the thing, you get so fucking sick of the same song by the time you have recorded... Yeah. uh,
0: Sometimes I'll finish an episode and I'll hate it. And, you know, I'll send it to, you know, my trusted firewall between me and the public.
2: Like, it's not
0: your mother. We all know it's your mom, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She, she hates the show. No, she doesn't hate it. She hates (laughs) that I swear on the show. Um, And I don't blame her at all. But, uh. No, like, when I send it to my firewall of advocates and that sort of thing, I sometimes, like, I'm like, this is terrible. I'm not proud of this. This isn't good. And then they'll come back and be like, that's the best one you've ever done. And I'm like, I don't know how you picked that up, but, you know. It is very interesting sometimes how people it, respond to different stuff.
2: It does feel real good to, um, oh, to see you kind of paddling under the water. You can catch it sometimes in an episode, um, the, the, the The term I'm looking for, like when the duck is swimming, you know, (laughs) Uh, and sometimes it is really, really nice and uh, personally like fulfilling to
0: listen to you pull it off. Well, that's that's a good piece of feedback. I like that. Yeah. Somebody else is talking there. Dude, I'm
2: so sorry. I'm talking so much, man. I feel like I'm over talking people and stuff. I no, you're good. There's,
0: there's again, there's a delay on all of this stuff, so I feel like I keep stepping on people. But that's Zoom for you. Yeah. And of course, out here, out here in the trailer park, you know, you just (laughs) okay. I'm not not a trailer park, but I don't have the fastest internet out here. But I don't know guys we've gone an hour I only set the meeting for one hour is there anything else we want to talk about before we before we wrap this up and call it a day because I think this has been really really fun I don't know about the rest of you I have had a blast well yeah this is fun (laughs) I enjoy it well I mean Ray never said anything
4: I've enjoyed listening to to everything (laughs) I uh yeah I apologize I haven't been talking more I've been uh I played one game of Tarkov, but then I've mostly actually been writing my lecture since I have to teach in eight hours. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I've literally I been here with those. a notebook writing down ideas for my lecture tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I don't miss that. <laughs>
0: uh... Yeah. Well, we'll do this. We'll do this again. Maybe next time we'll get a few more people in here because you know. Oh, one last question before I before I let y'all go. Um... Are you guys enjoying the extra stuff I'm putting up on, on Patreon, or is it just like indifference and you're annoyed by the emails?
2: I have not noticed, has there, because I just started the Patreon, like after your last episode, I was okay. like, you know what, F it, I'm going to put Patreon on my phone. Uh, and I did specifically for you, uh, but I haven't seen anything uh, on it since then like uh we were all talking a little bit on it on uh what the name you know what everybody wanted to uh be named and i think there are some great uh ideas in there um but i haven't seen like maybe i'm not my notifications aren't set up right i'm i may be missing it all aaron
0: yeah well i mean most of the stuff i've put on has been like patrons only so unless you're logged in with the app you might not be seeing that stuff so um yeah, but uh, Zach, Jake,
1: what do you guys think? Do you guys care about any of that at all, or is it just talking to the wind? I've been seeing the emails come through. Uh, I checked out the Harrison uh, Bergeron. I thought that was an interesting video. Uh, I, my my own background is not media, <laughs> okay. so it was interesting. Uh, so it's kind of new to me, some of this stuff in there. It, I'd say it's fine. It's not an overwhelming amount or anything like that. Okay. I,
3: yeah, I would definitely agree. It's certainly not it's not spammy if good. that's kind of what you're concerned about. It's, it's not.
0: No, it's, it's sometimes I need an outlet for creative stuff. And some of that stuff just doesn't belong on the podcast. Obviously I could not do an analysis of Harrison Bergeron on a history podcast, but there's stuff I want to say about it. And, you know, I just wanted to race us. It makes her feel special to be a patron. That's very nice. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. As long as it's not annoying you guys, because I like, putting little bits of research. Um, I like putting, you know, videos and things and extra podcasts and things like that. Um, But I definitely don't wanna annoy anybody. Uh, The show is, you know, the way we have, you know, previously thought about our patrons is these are people who wanna see this thing succeed. Um, They're not people who are buying anything. I mean, at some point, you know, it'd be easy to set up merch so you guys could get some stickers and things, which, you know, I want, I like stickers. It'd be fun to have a hoodie or something, but again, I'm good at podcasting, but I'm not like super great at the online business thing just yet. But I'm hoping to get better at that.
2: Um, I would rock the fuck out of a "We Talk About Dead People" hoodie. Could you imagine if somebody like recognized that in public? I would. Oh my god! Instant
1: friend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can
1: you imagine can how rare? Coffee mug. Yeah. A coffee mug? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, I've told people about the podcast. I've sent them links to it and say, Hey, you need to go check this out. You know, especially yeah, same. Uh, when I was still associated with a certain college around here. <laughs> I'd yeah. still tell some of the folks there, check it out, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well that's really appreciated. You know, it's like um, the advocacy that you guys have shown, you know, and Sith's of course the longest. <laughs> He's been around since the days when I still use Twitter. Um you know, that's, it's, it's all super appreciated and it's all super helpful. And you would not believe how far it goes to just tell one other person about it. Um, you know, it, it was, it, it means a lot. It, I know it means a lot to me. I won't speak for George. He, he doesn't have many feelings as far as I can tell, <laughs> but wow. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, it just, it makes me feel good to know you guys are in our corner and, uh, you know, we, want to, we don't want to annoy you. We want to make sure you, you feel like you're supporting something good. And so far, from what I've heard tonight, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel very good hearing from the people in the corner. So uh, thanks a lot, yeah. everybody, for showing up. We'll do another one of these. Maybe I'll schedule it a little further in advance and not at such a weird time. But, you know, I rushed home from work to get here, and I'm so glad I did.
2: <laughs> Dude, I, the, uh, I've been excited about this one all week um hey zach actually and ray if uh you could respond too let's all uh promise aaron that if it gets annoying <laughs> uh we will let him know but otherwise just not to worry about it dude because we seriously you were so excited if you posted five minutes of you petting the dog and saying hi to shit on your way inside after work i'd still listen to it and be like oh that's aaron's day
0: it sounds like, like you're trying to get me to start a TikTok.
2: Oh my! Uh, there's first. the ulterior yeah.
3: motive going
2: <laughs> no, on. No, dude, I want to watch you do those dances. That's it. I, I want, <laughs> like, instead of my night being filled with, with like girls that are way out of my age range to even think about, like, wanting to see nude doing dances, I want to watch Aaron drop it like it's hot. Well, you don't even
0: know if hot. I have a face. I might be like a burn victim. You know, like, do you, you sure you still want to see me petting a dog? You know.
3: Man, um, the dog's cute enough, you know.
0: Well, okay. I'll just tilt the camera down a tiny bit.
3: <laughs> All we need is your hands in the face of the dogs. That's the only thing that matters. Well, if I'm a bird victim, like Oh my god. <laughs> he wasn't was the last far? time I that
0: saw was too him. Far. But... <laughs> Are you canceling you know? your patronage now?
2: <laughs> it's like, oh man, I love you, dude.
0: Oh man. Well, this is fun. Anybody else have anything they want to say or or we can just close this out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Jo- George?
4: Uh, you can at uh, least no, say really. thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for being here, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, no, this 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 was a lot of fun. And yeah, next time I will hopefully not have a completely unprepared uh, class in eight hours. So I will be able to uh, give Aaron a hard time more and not let him talk about all that weird crap he likes. Well,
2: I didn't George- even... What? Have you ever played the podcast for your class? Have you ever like That's checked probably, out lord, no. for a day and <laughs> been like, "Listen, you're gonna learn this today." I'm
0: not fucking feeling it. Good lord, now, oh, man, I don't. I don't yeah, <laughs> for me, it's yeah. a it, for me it's a job for him. It's sort of a filthy. uh I, I don't know a, a secret, a dirty a uh, secret. <laughs> yeah, George's dirty secret. Nobody.
4: I was gonna uh, say it's like, a, it's does. an outlet it's an outlet
0: it's fun i mean i I would say there's def there's a definite there's a definite difference between being like faculty and being a podcaster (laughs) (laughs) yeah definite reputational difference um yes ray says she will definitely let me know if the uh if the show gets annoying. That's good. That's oh, good. yeah.
3: I'll text you, Aaron, if I yeah. feel like you're spamming me and too that's much. What... I'll let you know.
2: <laughs> Please. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong with the uh, – because I've got the app up, and I'm looking at the overview and post right now, and I see something from December. Huh. And I – so, yeah, it it's totally me being an idiot. I, no, no, I... no. It,
0: here, email me after this, and we'll work it out.
2: Okay, well, it's, I mean, it it says I'm pledged. Like, it shows that I'm on it. I'm just not uh, familiar. You know, dude, I've got teenage daughters. I can sit down and have somebody who knows show me. Okay,
0: okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, if if you have any problems at all, just, you know, send me a message. I will, will, man. I'll love
4: Does the does the Patreon still say Aaron and James? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh, you finally you finally did it! I couldn't change it
0: for the longest time. (laughs) Patreon wouldn't let me change it, so I guess I'm I'm like I guess it's just Aaron and James forever. And then I went back in. It's like, oh, you can change it now. I'm like, all right, Patreon, thanks for finally getting on board and being a usable platform. But uh, it really did. It really did. Um, But I'm just glad you guys like like how this is going and. I won't make any promises about when Lincoln's going to come out, but I'm pretty much about ready to wrap on the research. I made a joke earlier about the be only being at Fort Sumter, and I am, but that doesn't mean anything with me. I can fit 20 years into two sentences if I want to. So,
4: As long as he you know, mentioned the polo team.
0: Yes, the polo team. I thought I was that was a Carton de thing.
4: Yeah, no, remember, though, he skipped, like, the five years when he was married and only mentioned the polo team?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was hysterical. <laughs> I love Adrian carton de vere That one was hilarious. But All right, guys, on that note, I'm just going to wrap this up and we'll let something play out. Um, I'll definitely put a mix at the end for funsies. That's, That's
3: some incentive to listen to the final product.
4: Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's yeah. literally just going to be the Super Bowl halftime show, isn't
0: it? how dare you ask such a thing how dare you imply that I would be that lazy it's not like I've just stuck a marsh ad at the end of one of these things before (laughs) because you used the word marsh (laughs) Uh, wait what did you do I stuck up you used Carton de Vir lived in a marsh for a while right and there was a grocery chain in Indiana that no longer exists as far as I know called marsh so I stuck a marsh ad at the end of the episode I was feeling very lazy on the mix that day
4: Wow. I'm going to have to start listening to these.
0: Yeah, you're really missing out. I don't know if you heard Robotic Abraham Lincoln from Disney World, but he's a flat earther and he thinks Michelle Obama's a man, so.
3: Iconic. Okay.
4: Okay. Iconic. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. I'm on board. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, guys, I think that's it. I think we're going to wrap this, so I'm just going to hit
3: We've seen it all. Bonfires of trust, flash floods of pain. It doesn't really matter, don't you worry, it'll all work out. No, it doesn't even matter, don't you worry, that ain't what it's all
1: about.
3: We hope you will.